Kayanos, Kayanos, fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. Life does not give you what you want, it gives you what you insist on. Many times God assumes that your state is acceptable unto you. So he feels he's doing you wrong by changing it. But when you cry out and say, ah, alas, master, our house is too small. Expand it. Then miracle happen. I'm wondering, so the power to do that thing has been there. The desire has been there. The ability has been there until... I want to just re-emphasize in one minute that there is a fasting posture. There is a way you should fast to be more... We will make it into a teaching. But before we get there, let me tell you already. As much as possible, whether you are camping, whether you are going to work and coming, whether you are going to school and coming, one of the things you must maintain in this fast is reduce as much busyness and pleasure as possible as much as possible as much as possible just do that so that it's not as if if you are busy that your fasting is wasted but it's less effective you are reducing the potency are you getting what i'm saying so many times you have noticed that you fasted five days it didn't really touch you hey like six to six is no more touching you i've seen some people they come and tell me that six to six they want to push it to nine Mm-hmm. That's a good one. They told me they want to push it to 6 to 9. Some people say they want to push it to 6 to 12 in the night. Sometimes it's not about increasing the time. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's making the one you are fasting more effective. In the small 6 to 6 that you are doing, you need to clear things. You need to clear things. There are places you should not visit now. There are weddings you should not go. There are burial ceremonies you should not go. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are meetings you should postpone attending till at least the end of the fasting. Should I even add? If you're a pastor, there are meetings you should not go now. But should I add, as a pastor, there is a way you should not preach now. There is a way, if you are preaching, there is a way to preach when you are fasting. It's both a matter of the way you present yourself. Are you following now? And the way you think. As much as possible, conserve your spiritual energy so that the work God is doing will prosper faster. Are you following what I'm saying? You are a man of God and you have and you want everybody to and all kinds of things to come. You are just doing one step forward, one step backward. It's from the same place they are taking the energy to build you and to do ministry. Are you getting it? And there is a quota that can shift you over to the next level in your calling and destiny. If you expend it in other things, now something will be there, but it, it will be 50%. You'll be wondering why you did not shift after fasting. Many of you, you have fasted and you didn't shift. You know that the fasting is not wasted. What I'm saying is... It didn't, you know it didn't waste, but you know you didn't shift. 
Hello? Is it not true? You know you didn't waste, but you know you didn't shift. It means that there is a quota of a measurement, a measure, a measure of incense. There is a measure in sacrifice that is not met. And it was not enough to shift you over. That's why as high as fasting, you should be asking God, what am I supposed Let me leave. That's not my teaching. If you're with me so far, say amen. amen. Do everything possible to make it effective. And I especially speak on the physical aspect. Amen? amen? Let me leave the spiritual aspect for now. I'm speaking about the physical aspect. If people find your trouble, do this time around. If people get you angry, anger is not a good thing this period. Even if you are angry, eh? don't react. Tie your mouth so that it will be sorted out faster. People will try to get you angry, try to distract you, try to tell you. Try to. It's now that you'll be seeing free food everywhere. Hello? If you check, somebody has given you snacks today. Giving, <laughs> including people that you told to give you last year, they said I brought it this year. Something you told them when they have brought it this year. Something when you wanted to, they didn't. Now they have brought it. Lift up your hand. Say whether Satan like it or not. I must fast. <laughs> Some of you following me online. Apostle Eddie is my father. I, so I, I was reading through some comments. Some people say, I want your, your prayer mantle. I want, you don't want to fast. Come and collect now. It is resting on brutal fasted life. Like you, your life, you fast, your life want to go away and God will show you mercy and give it back to you. If you are a man of God and you have outgrown fasting, no man of God. No, nobody has had grown fasting except the person that has finished growing. If you have finished growing, there is nothing new God wants to do through your life. Then there might not be need for you to fast again. But if there is always something new God wants to do, you will fast. So if a man of God that is maybe 75 years or 80 years come and tell you that he, he, that he can't fast, he doesn't fast now, and you listen and Say you too, you won't fast now. Huh. Sure, say you wise like that. Somebody that has done everything that it will take. Even, even his grandchildren doesn't need to fast if they don't want. He has fasted for all of them. If there is something like that. Hmm? He has fasted for what? His children and grandchildren. I have not fasted for my son. He is going to fast where? I'll be here. I will supervise him myself. Hey. Amen. Amen. It's for his own good. If he doesn't do what I did, he will miss my mantle. You don't collect it by the I gave birth to you naturally. We don't collect spiritual things by natural birth. That's the way to ensure that the team is close to the person. If you are not doing what I'm doing, forget it. You are far. Close, physical closeness is an advantage if you know how to make spiritual connection. Uh, if you don't know how to make spiritual connection, forget physical closeness. It will even breed familiarity. Instead of bringing blessing to you, it will release a, a dangerous curse upon your life. Why do you think many pastors' children, they, 
become something else. It's because of being too close in the physical and being very fast spiritually. I think I have two prophecies. But it's a Bible teaching. You know? do, where do I start now? Show me John in the next five to ten minutes as I hand over to the man of God. Is there anything I've not spoken about, Dr. Samuel? John chapter 1. There was a record that John bore in the book of 1 John. Pastor Chibike, the record that John bore was that God has given us his life, and that life is in his son. Am I correct? So whosoever have the son have life, and whosoever doesn't have the son does not have life. What does this suggest to you? That the ultimate gift that God can give to any person or any entity or in any circumstance is the gifting of his what? No. Is the gifting of his life. <laughs> now, the reason why the son is a fundamental thing in this context is because the life of God is in the son. So, there is no way you can touch the life of God without touching who? Are you following me? But there is an element in, there is something in the son that is the basis of the workings of God. The purposes of God is riding upon the availability of that thing that is in the son. The absence of which it is not possible for God to even do. God is incapacitated outside of his life. You know why? The life of God, as I have told you people, have capacities in intelligence. And it has capacities in power. So it is intelligent. And such is what God was trying to shadow when he created man physically. In the physical creation of man, that is what is called DNA. A man's DNA is intelligent. As you are coming up, your DNA said be fair. Are you following me now? As you are coming up, your DNA said by the age of 18, have baby everywhere. Your DNA say at the age of 25, just release two, two small strands. Are you following me now? There are people that have robbed several things here. Your own is cleaner. They robbed many things. Nothing appeared. There are people that did not do anything. They are cleaning it all the time. Nothing. Hmm? Following me? I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point. Now watch. Such is the nature of the life of God himself. Every single thing that God wants to work out in any scenario, the intelligence and the, and the power is found within the boundaries of his life. It is in the capturing, in the possession of that life, in the experience of that life, that we come into what God has put in the life. Now, the life works in men, works through men, and works in the universe. The absence of the life of God is, is what is called death. Death, amen. I think I've taught this, but I just want to lay a little foundation. Death is not first that you fell on the ground and you are no more breathing. Death is the absence of life, the life of God. 
And it is on this basis that the scripture told us in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Is it chapter 4 or chapter 3? Chapter 3. That it was Paul that was speaking. He said that God has made us able ministers of the new covenant. Not of letters, because the letter kill it. Is it not true? But of the spirit, because the spirit what giveth life. So the reason, are you with me? The reason we are pursuing the new covenant is because it is on, that is the only platform of, upon which the Holy Ghost can act. The weakness of the old covenant was testified in the fact that it was given to men that operate in the flesh. But the strength of the new covenant is that it is given to men that operate by the Spirit. And the presence of the Holy Spirit has the ability to release life. Are you following me now? That life is the way that God can empower you, can make you holy, can make you righteous, can defeat death, defeat sickness, defeat every... Do ministry. If you preach and life is not released, what you ministered is what? You are correct. Even if, I, even if you say Jesus and I said Jesus, it is not the nomenclature that is important. What is important is the life behind it. And many times we people hear us and they notice that some things are happening to them that is beyond what we are saying. You, you go and say the same thing and then nothing is happening, including you that is saying it is dying. It will mean that life is absent. The lingo is the same, but the life varies. And what your spirit, your heart, your inner man craves for is the ministry of that life. Once your inner man, your spirit man encounters life, anywhere it encounters life, it wants to camp there. Are you following me now? It is that life that have the ability to both feed it, educate it. It is in the experience of that life that it thrives. Are you following me now? So show me my original scripture in the book of. So the reason why I mentioned the basis of John's ministry is that it took John a while. But he found out that all Jesus was trying to do is to introduce the life of God. And all God was trying to do is to introduce him, his life. The appearance of Jesus upon the face of the earth is to bring men in contact with the life. The appearance of Jesus has made it possible that men can be brought in contact with what? Life. What kind of life is this? What kind of life? The life of God. Follow me now. Now, John in the Gospel of John, therefore, summarized his labors. He summarized his labors in the life. So there are several major signs that he took out out of all the miracles that Jesus did, having understood where Jesus is trying to drive at. Let me prove it to you. Show me that John chapter 20. John 20, 30. John 20, 30. And many other signs truly did, did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. 31. Let's read 31 together. One, two, ready, go. Okay. According to this scripture, where are we driving to? Life. 
He said, but these are written that, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ. Because we are looking for life, but life is in Christ. Therefore, you need to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Amen? It is in believing that you will have that life. So, John said in verse 30, that this is the reason why he, he chose a few signs. Not as if he is disregarding other signs. I don't like your son. Where is Raymond? Come and, come and play for me. Where is... Disregarding... He is not disregarding other signs. But he's trying to say that these ones I chose are the ones that have the ability to interpret the life that we received in Christ Jesus. So that in coming into the revelation that is being passed across, there is something those signs are pointing at. If we can capture the revelation, it will bring us into what the life wants to teach us in its progressive experience, in its progressive unveiling. There are seven, and that means that these are seven lights. Serve me light. Serve me light. Those signs... In the revelation of what he captures, it is light. Are you following me? But there are lighthouses in the journey into the fullness of life. So when you see a sign in the book of John, there is a body of light. There is a body of revelation that John is trying to capture. So that if you experience it, it will bring you into a measure that God wants to communicate to you in his life. Now, this thing I'm saying cuts across every single thing you are doing, especially in the name of Jesus, or God is doing in your life. If you understand a little what I'm saying, you will know why God takes you on the journey of certain things in your life. Why you need to fast and pray like this. Fast longer than your neighbor. Pray deeper than your neighbor. If you understand what is captured in a lighthouse, you will understand why God took you on the path that he took you. He wants that path to teach you something about his life. It is not about what you are experiencing. It is about what you can be taught by that. There is a teaching in it. Have you gotten it? Let's see chapter 1. In the beginning... Hey, chapter 2, rather, verse 1. <laughs> on the third day, somebody say after me, on the third day. On the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. Took me time for me to understand this scripture. Thank God for the ministry of, thank God. There is a man that God used to change my life. Just his books. For several years, I understood myself. I was discussing with my wife. I told him, I believe God sent that man ahead for my own sake. I told our brother, if you are coming, bring all the books he has ever written. That was my job. The third day, and, and the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was what? Let's see the next verse. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. Every single thing you are hearing and seeing now 
is a significant thing. Even if I didn't touch it, I pray that God will show you in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's see the next verse. Can I have another translation so that it can help you to understand this? When the wine, what? In the traditional context, even in that of the scripture, the resources upon which a marriage runs is what we call wine. Say after me, wine. The resources upon which a marriage runs. A marriage is still on as long as there is wine to drink and there is no marriage, nothing happens. As long as there is wine. What it means that wine failed here is that it actually finished. The mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. What is happening here? <laughs> what is happening here? My sister. Do you mean that Jesus doesn't have anything he's doing except to go for a wedding? John said that this is a sign. What is he pointing at? And when the wine failed, if the wine fails, the marriage has failed. Are you following me now? This marriage is about to fail. The mother of Jesus said to him, unto him, they have no wine. Let's see the next verse. I will still come back. And Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I? What have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. What kind of answer is this? Sit down and think, Justice. <laughs> what kind of answer is this? How does he relate to what the mother said? If you properly relate this with the with the positions of the scripture in general context here, what is Jesus' hour? When is Jesus' hour? You will remember that in several places they will want to kill him. A lot of things will want to happen to him. But none of them succeeded. And there are several things he didn't do and there are several places he didn't go. There are several kinds of ministry he did not carry out. Are you getting it? There is a limitation. There is, it seems as if there is potency and power resident in a trapped vessel. Are you following me now? And there is no possibility of that flowing out until the hour comes. It seems as if the hour is the time where a miracle will take place. A miracle. There is a miracle that takes place in Jesus' hour. Now, because Jesus' hour is not come, he wants to use this occasion to foreshadow that which is captured eternally within God's program that runs out through him. So his mother came and said, the wine have failed. He said, my time has not come. There is a day when the real wine will fail and that will be my day. For now, this is not why I came. But within that context, he was able to pass out an eternal message. And I pray that you hear it because we have entered a day when the wine has failed. It is the third day and the wine has failed. <laughs> Jesus said, my hour has not yet come. When is the hour of Jesus? Was it not when he was taken to the cross? It was at the cross that his hour appeared. Are you following me now? 
and the possibilities of the things that is locked up within him was never revealed until the day of resurrection listen to me brothers and sisters before God will ever obtain a portion he will obtain something like God wants to do something in your life and he tells you pray from 12 to 1 a.m. in the night I hope you know that it is beyond the fact that God told you to pray he wants to obtain something he wants to obtain a ground that he can stand upon to do something heavy in and through your life are you following me now that thing, that instruction is the ground that God obtained for himself. If you like, pray for two, five hours in the afternoon. What is God's ground for you? So God has a ground that he has obtained for himself, not in time, in eternity. Not before, not when man fell, before man fell. And Christ is that ground. And the grounds of Christ are revelationally revealed to us. And it becomes the basis upon which God works in the days that there are departures and there is need for a recovery are you following me now so what god does is to bring a revelation of something that is captured in christ the fresh revelation of christ a dimension of christ within that season will be the ground that god has obtained for himself to begin to walk again so the first thing we do when it seems as if the wine has failed is that we begin to search where and what is that ground that God has obtained for himself? You must see it if you search well. The labors of wise men is to search for God's ground because God can only walk upon his ground. Jesus said, I, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. He spoke about his day. He said, my hour cometh, my hour cometh. I will no more drink of this wine now, except when? In the kingdom. There is an hour coming, bulldozer. Oh, that hour that is coming, there is a new way by which God will walk. It is the day of resurrection. That the things that we encounter about God will fire into our being. The capacities that is only captured in the resurrection life operating and powering us beyond the means that you have ever seen because the labors are much and the power the scripture speaking in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 he said that the, the time that God manifested his power the greatest was when he did what raise Jesus from the dead so if God wants to walk in the greatest measure again is it not for Jesus to appear in his day so what happens is that when Jesus appears he takes us back to the cross but it doesn't end in the cross. If all about Jesus, if, if our faith is all about the fact that Jesus died, our faith has failed. The more important thing about our faith is that Jesus did not just die, but he was resurrected. The power of the believer is in the resurrected dimensions. It is the resurrected dimensions that captures the power of the believer's existence, including your calling, including your anointing. Anything that we did that is hosted by the resurrected dimensions cannot die. It can't be fought. It can't go down. Even if the human beings die, the resurrected dimensions will be held up in the annals of eternity. Waiting for men that has angulated themselves to those levels so that they can come into the economy of the levels. They will be possessed by things that is hanging in the realms of ascension. They will be possessed by it. You will begin to behave in a way that you never know it existed. A brother met me. He said, 
before I met them those days in Abuja, that somebody, his biological brother sent him our message those days. The bro, his brother that sent him our message did not listen to it, but sent him. I've also experienced that thing. Somebody sent me a message that he has not listened to me. I listened to it and had an encounter. I don't know where the guy is now. So, but thank God the brother let her listen to it. So he listened to it and then continued listening to it. Only to find out that he is bending like this. He has never seen me in any video at all. What is happening to that guy? It's after me, he drank a wine. God told us, borrow the vessels. Not a few. Show me the next scripture in the book of John. Verse, next verse. His mother said unto the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, what do you do? Do it. Let's see the next verse. Now, there were six water pots of stone set there after the Jews Jewish manner of purifying containing two or three five kings apiece or twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pot with what? Water. The reason why God called us to borrow vessels for years is because our water is about to turn to wine. And that will be Show me verse 11 because I don't have time. I'm stopping. Verse 11, quickly. Verse 11. Verse 11. This will be the beginning of the signs. The turning of the water. Into what? Wine. There is a reason why Jesus told you to gather pots and gather capacity and gather vessels. Fill it with water because the day is here when nations will come thirsty with hunger. And in that day, you will look around. You will find out that wine has failed. That there are not places where men can quench the thirst. They look at the great things that God has embedded in their calling. There is nothing serving them. Good, good things are ahead, but not weighty matters of destiny. There are wars you hear. So, sometimes Jesus speaks and the men that hear him, they will say, never man speak like this. For with authority he speak. And sometimes Jesus will tell Peter and the apostles to go. Peter will say, where, where are we going to go? For thou hast what? He was. I pray for you. I pray for you that the seasons that God will unveil will cause your water to turn to wine. On the third day, which is the day of resurrection, the signs of God will be manifest in our midst. It is the days that God will turn waters to wine. The days that God will turn. Do you have water? I believe so. If you don't have water, there, there is a little window for you to gather, gather something. Because a miracle is about to happen. A miracle is about to happen. The feast of God will be declared from the heavenlies. It is the marriage supper. 
that is coming and God wants to foreshadow something in our midst that is a wine of heaven it will transfigure us into men that have the ability to carry divine essence something that can punch the hunger and thirst of a generation that is something that they are crying out for they are no more satisfied with the status quo something driving them something pushing them the beginning of the miracles the beginning of the miracles when the Lord turned our water to wine the beginning of the miracles for one more minute the Lord is about to turn your level into one the Lord is about to turn your secret levels into one man we ask so you have something like this man of God and nobody has heard of it thunder it is the day of the seven thunders the utterance from the mouth of God it is the day of the scrolls for men shall prophesy one more time one more time Nigeria will prophesy to the nations family in your business God is about to cause a ceremonial there is a rejoicing coming there is a feast coming people will gather and celebrate with you because the wine is for feast and celebration 